The Lord has a gift for you. You are getting ready to expand. Other people call it levels, but I call it expansion, like a globe all the way around. Upward expansion, outward expansion, and below expansion. In heaven, you don't move to another level. You expand. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring. We contend for that promised outpouring, and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We are going to be looking into the Word of the Lord about expanding and expansion and expanding your victory. It's time for you to expand your victory by renewing your mind. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. And before we get started, we'd like to encourage you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and have a look around. Have a look at the events that we have coming up and subscribe to our mailing list. Leave us some feedback. All those things that you can do there and peruse our wonderful web store. We've got all kinds of glorious and anointed materials for you to have there and access to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page and all of those things. So just come and get to know us better and we want to get to know you better if you give us some feedback. So today we're going to talk about expand your victory. This is something that came to me last Sunday when we were in church and uh, our pastor, Justin Goff, brought this word that was given through Dean Braxton last year in, uh, in August of 21. And it's something that was in this just began to spark something in my spirit that I've been meditating on and building on, and I believe it's something that you will want to build on as well. The word of the Lord through Dean Braxton was, the Lord has a gift for you. You are getting ready to expand. Now, this was a, this was a, a prophecy that was given to our pastor and our church, Grace City Church in Harrison, Arkansas, uh, and you can find them on Facebook, by the way. So this is this is for this is for our, our church, but I I believe we'll we'll get a seed that we can grow into a tree for this podcast. <laughs> the Lord has a gift for you. You are getting ready to expand. Other people call it levels, but I call it expansion, like a globe all the way around. Upward expansion, outward expansion, and below expansion. In heaven, you don't move to another level. You expand. And he goes on to give a greater understanding of what, what our church is going to expand in, particularly the gift of healing. And I don't want to go into that part because the, mm -hmm. the picture that I have is just about expansion and about you don't just go, you don't go up to levels like riding an elevator. Mm -hmm. You're not just going from one grade to another you know, first grade, second grade, third grade, you're expanding in all directions, like a globe, like a sphere. I'm picturing it kind of like a balloon, uh, that, it, that, that as you blow it up, you know, the round kind, I'm not talking about the long skinny kind, but <laughs> the, the round kind, it, you know, as, as it, as you blow into it, the balloon itself is like a boundary that's holding this air. 
And so you blow more air. Oh, it might be water. You know, we do water <laughs> balloons sometimes yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, but, but you blow more air into it and it expands all the way around. It expands all the way around. And that's the way it is in the spirit realm as we are growing. It's kind of like, like a baby. You know, when, when that baby is first conceived, you know, it's, it's, it's two parts that become one cell that begins to multiply and multiply mm-hmm. and expand and expand and expand. And then you have an entire yeah. lifetime to keep expanding. Expand, we have yeah. to see that, that expanding is what we do. It's not that we go from level to level. It's that we expand. And sometimes uh, I think that we have um, we have a lot of Greek thinking in our uh, in our society in our Western culture. Now, people listening to us in other cultures, this may not apply to you because maybe you've got it right in your culture. But in our culture, we have um, we have what I would call Greek thinking that is quite linear. We think of a timeline. Mm-hmm. And we think of it as, you know, so this event happens and you go on and this event happens and you go on and this event happens and it's it's like a line. Rather than what the Bible shows us is uh, like Hebrew thinking, biblical thinking is more uh, spherical or circular, at, at least circular. Spherical is a circle that that is three-dimensional. You know, a circle is just two-dimensional. It's just something on, like you could draw it on paper. But the circle goes around like time goes around. Um, in in the beginning, you have the first day. Evening and morning were the first day. And then evening and morning were the second day. Evening and morning were the third day. And you get to the seventh day, you've got the day of rest, your Shabbat. And then it starts mm-hmm. another week again. So we, we have that in our calendar that we have... A day go by and a week go by. You know, if you want to, if you want to get even smaller, you know, you could start with seconds or millisecond. You know, milliseconds become hmm. seconds, seconds become minutes, minutes become hours, yes. hours become days. days uh-huh. Yeah, and then days become weeks. Exactly, weeks and then become years. Week, weeks become months. Weeks become months. But but then if you go back to the biblical thing, you've got you've got the. Um, the idea of the lunar month the the hebrew calendar is based on a on a lunar month and then once in a while they throw god throws in a a leap month to catch them back up so they don't get off like like the the muslim calendar the islamic calendar is lunar but it never catches up to the solar calendar Mm -hmm. um god god made provision for that anyway um you know you've got you've got the moon and and you see the cycle of the moon as it as it goes around the earth and and it it goes through its cycles of waxing and waning and waxing and waning and and you get the new moon and the full moon it goes back to new moon so it's a, it's circular it's cyclical circular. Uh, and so you have the lunar month and the and then the months become years in the biblical cycle and it goes on in. Seven years, you're going to have a Shemitah, which is a, a, a year of rest for the land. And then you have seven Shemitahs, and that becomes, uh, that leads into a year of Jubilee. Jubilee, yeah. And that starts another whole Shemitah cycle. So, um, you know, everything's going around. 
instead of going from point to, to point, point yeah. like uh-huh. we think. But God wants to renew our minds. That's that's the whole point, to renew our minds about how things really are. You make a mistake, and God forgives you, and and then he gives you another chance. And the, so the cycle goes around again. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're tested with something, have you ever been tested with anything? Oh, my. Have you ever... <laughs> made an oops on your test and sure enough god gives you another opportunity to try yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know wow um uh, how many times has that happened in our lives i'm sure we could think of some stories about that mm-hmm. yeah um that's how you graduate faith without works yeah <laughs> you know god god tells you to do something you know one of my favorite uh things is a, a little story that I read on somebody's uh, bulletin board in their kitchen. And and it goes something like this. I walked down the street and I fell into a deep, deep hole and I couldn't get out. And I cried and I cried and somebody came and helped me get out. And then the next line is, I walked down the street and I fell in the same hole. And I cried and cried and I cried because I couldn't get out and someone came and helped me out. And then the next line is, I walked down the street. I saw the hole, but I fell in it anyway. And I cried and I cried and somebody came and helped me out. And then I walked down the street and I saw the hole and I walked around the hole. And the last line is, I walked down another street. That's expansion. That's that's the cyclic thing where <laughs> you keep making the same mistake over and over again, but eventually you, you keep, get it right. You get it right because you keep being tested in the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter if you're being tested and you keep falling in the same hole again. Keep crying out, but let God change your mind so that you walk down a different street. Yeah. <laughs> Yield not to temptation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be any kind of a mistake, uh-huh. but we are all capable of making mistakes. It's a broken world. Yeah, and it's human nature. Right. The fallen nature of man. Right. But God wants to expand us. He wants to expand us like, um, well, let, let's, let's look at it like this. Um, you know, you've, you've got the baby that grows. Okay. Scripture even talks about Jesus when he, when he grew out, when he was growing in Luke chapter two, verse 40 says, and the child grew and and this is King James and waxed strong in spirit means growing, waxing like the, the moon waxes. It gets bigger and bigger from, you know, from that, that little sliver of moon to a full moon. It's waxing. So the child waxed strong in spirit filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So that's not just expansion in the physical. He's expanding in spirit. He's expanding in wisdom, and the grace of God is upon him. And then verse 52, it says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So our growing is not just growing physically, and it's not just growing in the spirit. It's growing in many different ways. Mm-hmm. And when the grace of God is on us in our growing time, and it is, it's there available to us, 
then we're going to keep expanding in multiple directions. So John the Baptist grew. The same same kind of idea. Uh, Luke 180 says the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts until the day of his showing unto Israel. So here's another example of he didn't just grow physically, he grew in spirit. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're supposed to be doing. We're growing in the things of God, growing in the things that are important. And and how do we grow? So um, one of the ways that we grow is by revelation. Revelation makes you grow. It makes you expand. It changes your thinking. It ch- and, and when you change your thinking, what else are you going to change? When your thinking changes... What you speak will change. Because out of the... Out of abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Exactly. Yeah. And then what you say becomes your actions. Mm-hmm. And that's... You know, keep keeping more and more going to a renewed mind because sometimes things, somebody you know for a long time, they've been saved for a while, and something happens and all of a sudden this curse word pops out that mm-hmm. maybe they thought they should have dealt with a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. You know, yeah, so it doesn't happen overnight, you know. that uh, It doesn't happen overnight. But when those things pop up, they bubble up to the surface so we can deal yeah, with them. Deal with it, yeah. Not, not to embarrass us, but to... Give us, oh, look at that. What are you still doing in there? Get out of me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I will not have that kind of thing going in my head lest it come out my mouth because I don't want it coming out my mouth. If you've got those words in your head, take them to the the, the baptismal tank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and bury that old man. Bury that old man. That's right. Because <laughs> God wants us to change. He's this This whole thing is about becoming like Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're 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 walking into that anointing. It's about becoming like what we look at. What you look at becomes what you think. Okay, yeah. And what you think becomes your words and your what your words are become your actions and your actions become your character. So, uh, I'm reminded of Michael Van Lyman's experience where um you know, he, he was pressing into God and pressing in to be able to see things in the spirit, to to get his spiritual eyes opened. And an angel appeared in front of him, and he gets in his face. And all of a sudden, the angel's eyes turn blood red and just look awful. And Michael says, what what's going on? What is this? And the angel said to him, your eyes have been injured by the things you've looked at. The things that you behold with your eyes Mm -hmm. then become your thinking. That's uh, the scripture in Psalms. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I will put no evil thing before my eyes. Exactly. We used to put that across the TV set. (laughs) Yes, we did. And we hardly ever turned the TV set on, certainly not to watch things on a regular basis. But, you know, maybe we watch the weather. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. (laughs) But, you know, the, the idea is what you put in front of your eyes is going to put images into your mind. Mm-hmm. And and it's, this is about renewing our minds. Yeah. So the more we put Jesus in front of our minds, the more our minds are going to become like 
him, the more we put his word into yeah. our minds. It was Smith Wigglesworth used to read his Bible very, very, very often. I think it was yeah. like every 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes or so, he just yeah. read scripture. Yeah. And we're just listening to Lester Summerall's testimony when he went, when he was mentored by Smith Wigglesworth in England. Yeah. And I'd pray for half an hour, said, look, and then he'd read all these scriptures, Just he'd just read for half an hour. Then they pray for a half an hour. You know, it was a yeah. That was his life, but the fruit of Smith Wigglesworth. Yes, was just powerful. And, and we'll we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, but but one of the significant things was when when Lester Summerall showed up on on Smith Wigglesworth's doorstep the first time. He had a newspaper under his arm, mm-hmm. and the first thing that Smith Wigglesworth said to him was, "Get rid of that thing." I'm not bringing lies into my house. You mean the papers over there are as bad as ours here? Yeah, and that was back <laughs> in the 1930s. <laughs> so um, the idea is what you put in front of your eyes yeah. is what you will become, ultimately. Mm-hmm. What you put in front of your eyes and what you listen to with your ears mm-hmm. affects how you think. Mm-hmm. How you think, what you meditate on becomes your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your character. So if our goal in life is to uh, show the world the character of Christ, we've got to be careful that we're only putting Christ in to our eye gates and our ear gates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that you're going to go into a cave in, in the desert like the Desert Fathers did just to keep from temptation. No, that's not what this is about. This is about... Becoming a living, breathing carrier of the kingdom of God that's continuously expanding from glory to glory. Now, First um, John 3, 2 says, uh, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doesn't yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. There's something about seeing him and being like him. Yeah. And, and you go on to um, 2 Corinthians 3.18. Philip, would you read that from the Passion? That's really good in the Passion. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we are all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transformation comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So as we're beholding him, as we're looking at him, as we're keeping our eyes on him, his glory begins to affect us. We become like him. Um, One of the things that, that Dean Braxton has said in his experience in heaven, you know, he, he died for an hour and 45 minutes. And he saw that, that every time he looked at the Lord, every time he looked at the Father, that he was so beautiful. He was so wonderful. And then he'd look again, and he was more beautiful and more wonderful. And then he'd look again, and he was more beautiful and more wonderful. That's that expansion. And, and this is what we have the opportunity to have because he made us in his image. Yeah. 
So we have the opportunity to continue to expand. And the more we look at him, the more it's affecting us and it's changing us. We're being transformed. And it's not a transformation like like um, turning an Italian garden into an English garden. Mm-hmm. It's still a garden. It's not that kind of a transformation. It's the kind of transformation that's like turning a tadpole into a frog or turning a caterpillar into a butterfly. That's major transformation. That is a total transformation yeah. of the look. Yeah. It's a total transformation of the creature. The creature doesn't look the same. It mm-hmm. isn't the same. A, a, a butterfly will never become a caterpillar again. Once it's a butterfly, it's a butterfly. And that's the transformation that we get as we're looking at him, as we're beholding him. We behold him in his word. We behold him in worship as we're worshiping him, uh, praising him, worshiping him, uh, speaking his word, praying, uh, visualizing him. You know, God uses our imagination. It's like it's like when you when you hear a story, you visualize it in your mind. So mm-hmm. you have a picture in your mind of the story you just heard. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's called the theater of the mind. Theater of the mind, yeah. And and as you as you read the word of God or you hear it, you begin to picture that story or that scripture coming to life in your mind. So it expands, revelation continues to expand in your life. So you're going from glory to glory. And then you've got this this scripture about going from faith to faith in, in Romans uh, 1 and verses 16 and 17. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So as you're going from faith, and then it goes on, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Living mm-hmm. by faith is not just, uh, I mean, we've, we, we've lived by faith financially for decades, and, <laughs> and God has always met our needs. And so we've gone from faith to faith where, you know, you might just be, be believing God for toothpaste, and then, yeah. and then you're believing God for more. And then you're believing God for more. And, and then after a while, you believe God for a car. And you believe God for this. And you believe God for that. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of, of uh, Jacob in Genesis uh, 32, where he's praying to the Lord. And I'm going to read it from Genesis 32 uh, in, from the Amplified Classic, where um, Jacob is praying. He knows that he's about to meet his brother Esau, and he knows Esau wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's begging God for mercy. And he says, O oh God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, he's not quite his God yet, maybe, but he's about to be. God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, return to your country and to your people, and I will do you good. I'm not worthy of the least of all the mercy and loving kindness and all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff, I passed over this Jordan long ago, and now I've become two companies. And he's already sent his droves and droves of animals with servants and, and his family. He's got all these kids, 12 sons. And, and uh, well, I guess he didn't have 12 yet. 
Uh, the last one hadn't been born yet, but um, eleven sons and a daughter at least, and 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 they've they've become so many people, mm-hmm. and that reminds me of how our founder, Sister Gwen Shaw, came to this country with a suitcase, <laughs> a suitcase and an accordion, yeah, and that's all she had. She came here with just that. She'd been on the mission field for many years. And she knew it was time to come to the United States, and that's all she had. And through the process of time, her ministry expanded and expanded and expanded and expanded. We have this marvelous campus here in Arkansas with multiple buildings. When I first came here, there were three buildings and a garage. Yeah. Call it four buildings. And now we have multiple buildings, mm-hmm. and we have a, a house in, in Jerusalem as well. And, and God gave it yeah. a little at a time, expanding, mm-hmm. expanding, expanding. So you can expand your faith, go, to, go from faith to faith. You're going from glory to glory. You're going to go from faith to faith as well. And, and then we have... Um, John 1, 14 and 16. I'm going to read it from the Amplified Classic. And the word, Christ, became flesh, human, incarnate, and tabernacled, fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while among us. And we actually saw his glory, his honor, his majesty, such glory as an only begotten son receives from his father, full of grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth. For out of his fullness, abundance, We have all received, all had a share, and we were all supplied with one grace after another, and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. That's expansion. Amen. And you have the opportunity to expand. Don't get discouraged. Sometimes it seems like things are difficult and... and, uh, you're just not going to make it, and, and, and you're just being attacked by every kind of doubt and fear, don't be afraid. Put your eyes on Jesus. Yes, Become amen. Become more like him. Become like what you see. Revelation of him is going to make you grow in, from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from grace to grace, and heaped upon it. And then there's strength to strength. Philip, would you read uh, the... Passion Translation for Psalm 84, 4 through 7. What pleasure fills those who live every day in your temple, enjoying you as they worship in your presence. How enriched are they who find their strength in the Lord. Within their hearts are the highways of holiness. Even when their paths wind through the dark valley of tears, they dig deep to find a pleasant brook where others find only pain. He gives to them a brook of blessing filled with rain of an outpouring. Mm-hmm. Yes. They grow stronger and stronger with every step forward, and the God of all gods will appear before them in Zion. Amen. Hallelujah. The God of all gods will appear before them mm-hmm. in Zion. It's his appearing to you. Yes. That gives you the strength to go on and on and dig that deep well even in the valley of tears 
even in the valley of discouragement, even in the valley of, of difficulty and tribulation and, and, and all of the awful things that happen in our lives because we're being attacked. Yeah. We're under attack. We're trying to, there, something out there is trying to derail you. Yeah. Uh-huh. But keep your eyes on the goal. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on his purpose for your life. Keep your eyes on what he has for you. Tell yourself your own testimony. (laughs) That's good. Before you go to bed tonight, tell yourself your own testimony because it will make a difference in helping you say, well, yeah, I crossed this brook with just a staff and now look what I have. Yeah, remember the pit that... That you have been rescued from. Yes, exactly. You've been rescued, and you've been rescued again, and you've been rescued again. It's time to walk down a different street (laughs) and walk in the fullness of the kingdom of God that is within you. Yes. That scripture, the kingdom of God is within you, is in Luke uh, 17.21. and, and in some some translations, it says the kingdom of God is among, among you or the kingdom of God is in your midst. But several of the translations say the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom is a kingdom because there's a king. <laughs> yes. And that king rules his realm. And when he when the kingdom of God is within you, when the king lives inside of you, mm-hmm. the more you let him rule inside of you, yeah. the more his kingdom expands within you. Mm-hmm. And you expand within his kingdom. Yeah. That's the it. authority that is present because he is present in you, the glory that is present in you because he is within you, the gifts of God that are present because he is present within you, the ability to forgive, like Jesus on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. All of that is inside of you when you have asked him to live inside of you. Yes, amen. When you make him your Lord, Mm -hmm. he is going to continue to expand inside of you and his anointing is going to overflow in you. And pretty soon you're going to discover that you have a greater anointing. That was one of the things that Lester Summerall was talking about, mm-hmm. was that after he left Smith Wigglesworth that first time. He knew something was different. He walked down the street. I feel different. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because he spent time with, the, with one of his brothers who is filled with the anointed one. Yeah. And it's spending time with, the, with anointed people, spending time listening to anointed messages, spending time reading the anointed word of God, and praying in that holy language that, that the Holy Spirit prays through you. He's praying mysteries. He's, he's, he's praying perfect prayers that you mm-hmm. need to pray. And you yeah. don't even know how to pray. You don't know what to pray. But he'll pray them through you. His anointing will continue to expand. Yes, amen. And and Lester Summerall talked about how his his ministry continued to expand as he continued to fellowship with Smith Wigglesworth. And mm. that's what happens with all of us. We grow from glory to glory. We expand from glory to glory in that revelation of seeing him as he is. And from faith to faith, from grace, getting grace for grace or, for grace, or yeah. grace on top of grace— And gift on top of gift and strength upon strength. We're going from one to the next. It's an expansion. 
Yes. We're growing just like that balloon. And and you got to you got you have to respect the boundaries mm-hmm. because you don't want to blow the balloon up. <laughs> you want to blow up the balloon, but you don't want it to blow up. Yeah. You, want to you don't want it to explode. You. you have to stay within the boundaries, but those boundaries will continue to stretch and continue to stretch. Remember our father is eternal. And he keeps expanding too. Mm-hmm. And he's made us in his image so that we can expand from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from grace to grace, from strength to strength, as we expand in our victory, because the victor lives inside of us. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence.